If your community wants to learn more about starting a podcast, today's episode is for you. Today, podcasts are more popular than ever with weekly listeners on average subscribing to six different shows. And in line with the opportunities this medium presents, we'll be talking to a Chamber of Commerce about, of all things, their recently launched new podcast and how they decided to jump into this arena. So let's meet our guests and learn more so that listeners will hopefully be inspired to jump in too. Joining me today are two Troy, Michigan Chamber of Commerce Dynamos, the president and CEO, Tara Tomsik, and her vice president, Sheila Denstadt. Welcome, ladies, to the Main Street Beat. Hey, Julie. Well, thank you. I love the word dynamo, so keep saying that. Couldn't be more appropriate. We've worked (laughs) together. We've collaborated on things. And I have to say, you ladies, I don't know what you have for breakfast, but I want some. Because I know when you set your mind to something, you really get it done. And today, we're going to talk about how you are pursuing one of your latest initiatives, your brand new podcast called Members on the Mic. Tell us a little bit about how you were inspired to start podcasting. I mean, your chamber directors and executives, what inspired you to get started with the podcast? Uh, Sheila, I'll take this one if that's okay. So I think really what it comes down to is how do we meet our members where they are? And a lot of times, especially after COVID, we looked around and we saw that it was more and more difficult to reach our members. And you got to look now, some of them are working from home. So take these really great opportunities so we can actually have conversations with them and give educate them, give them new feedback, new ideas, whether they're in the office or in their kitchen or living room. And I, I think the podcast did that. So our podcast specific is called Members on the Mic. Love um, it. Yep. it. It's really great because we're talking to members and they're giving us this, these little nuggets of ways that all businesses can learn from each other. And I, I think that was a great way to just stay connected with them. I also think that it was a matter of our members wanting to learn from our members with the best way yep. to learn from each other is from your peers. And some of our members came up with some great ideas of things to do while the uh, pandemic was happening and ways to look at what to do when they came out. So it's a great way to share. Share and be inspired and also great exposure as well. I mean, you may be a fellow member, but you might also be a potential customer. And that is a wonderful way to learn about the businesses that are in your community. So good for you, ladies. So how have the businesses responded? Do they freak out when you contact them about being? What's their, is there a general typical reaction or tell us how it goes? There is. Um, it's more so, really? You want me? Yeah. What am I going <laughs> to yeah. say? Yeah. And that's when humble. you Humble. Very humble. But it's also, they don't realize what they can do, how they can inspire others. So as you sit with and talk with them and you let them know what you've seen from them, and it gives them a sense of pride, and then they do want to share and help their fellow members. I'm sure you make it easy for them and walk them through it. I've I listened to your podcast. It seems flawless and seamless. So even though you're just starting out, you're already pros at it. And your participants come off very well, too. I hope they're happy. I assume they're <laughs> seeing positive results from their participation. Well, like you said, you want to have what we have for breakfast. It's a lot of coffee. So <laughs> Sheila and I are doing a lot of coffee in the morning. Well, I'm already Bailey. doing that. So I'm going to need, I don't know, up my game somehow. Well, and that's just it. We, we try to make this as user-friendly as possible. Like Sheila said, people are a little nervous in the beginning stages. Sure. But 
we work through it. We, we ask them, or first we tell them like the great things that they're already doing. But what I think is interesting is we say, let's find like five things we would like to get through. So we have that conversation before the podcast to make sure that they're comfortable and they Excellent. know what we're going to be talking yep. about. And we go from there. And it, a lot of it's ad lib, but a lot of it is at least organized so that we build that comfort level, not just with Sheila and myself, but sure. with anyone that we're going to sure. interview as yeah. well. And I would imagine each participant has a different kind of style. They'd rather it be scripted or some of them would rather it be. Now, I know you guys are improv experts. I mean, that's how you roll. I know it from working together. <laughs> and I love your attitude and your spirit. And it really comes through in your podcast. But either way, it's so smart of you to prepare and prep up front. It makes things go so much more smoothly all the way around, I'm sure. So you're a chamber organization. I have to believe that you have a full plate day in and day out. It might be helpful to give some insight on the who, what, when, and how of managing and marketing your show. Who is actually managing and marketing the podcast for you? We are a small but mighty team, and we yes. all have stepped up to do it. Yeah, I, I would say lean and mean, but I don't like the mean part of it. I like it. the so lean I, part. I, I, would okay just, I would just underline <laughs> like underscore yeah. lean. Well, and we hired an exceptional new person. So we just had someone start on our team, and she's in marketing and event specialist. And she's been helping right. us to actually get the word out through social media. But a lot of times, keep in mind, those members that we're interviewing – after they're done, they're sharing it out to their networks as well. So we're looking at our reach Excellent. expanding yep. because it's not just our members. That's it's, right. It's our future members. That's right. They advertise for you and promote it and promote their participation and all of the good things you're doing for your members in your community, which is not certainly not limited to podcasting. So let's back up. Just walk listeners through. How do you actually start a podcast. How did you get started? What steps did you take? A lot of it on our side, it was listening to our members, seeing and what, hearing what they wanted, sitting down and actually listening to a bunch of podcasts to see what we wanted to do, and partnering. We partnered with a great group. We partnered with Startup Nation. They walked us through what to do. They made it easy. They made it comfortable for us and comfortable for our guests. Well, that's so great to hear. And just to clarify on that point, now that you brought up the studio, it's known as Soapbox Studios, where we both record our podcasts right here in Birmingham, Michigan. And Soapbox Studios just happens to be part of our parent company known as Startup Nation and offers a variety of recording opportunities for other businesses, either locally or, believe it or not, remotely from anywhere across the country through the studio's dial-in capability. And before moving on, we have got to give a shout-out to our Soapbox sound studio engineer, extraordinaire, Mark Pastoria, who's recording us now. And by a shout out, you mean he's amazing. Yes, so he, he really does make it easy. He's been a godsend to us making sure for this both goes of us. well. Yeah, yes. for all of us. I mean, for me personally, it was my first time ever doing that. He made it fun. You guys all made it fun. And it made it fun for our members. And it makes it fun for those that are listening. So that's what a lot of it is. It's doing your research. It's knowing what you're doing. And it's working with a good company. And it's also, as you said, the research itself is not just researching the members. It's researching what they want to learn. So when we were even thinking of the topic itself, it was like, oh, we could talk about that business. We could do this. And in talking to our members, they said, I'd really love to learn a little bit from everybody. And I think that's where we kind of took a, a step back and said, you know what, of course we want to showcase our members, but let's showcase the knowledge that we can share with each other so we all can grow. And I think that's what's great about a chamber in itself is it's about, it's about the connections. It's about helping each other. It's about watching us all grow together. And I think that's what makes it so fun. Absolutely. 
fun, but also educational. So how often are you planning to record? What's your cadence? So this is where it's fun. So we realize we have only so much capacity. I'm sure other chambers who are listening right now realize, wow, I cannot commit to something on a weekly basis. Yes. So we've streamlined the process and we do our recording every other month and we do four. So the way it works out is it's actually a bi-weekly series, but we're recording all four in the same day. And it's, it's good to stay on, like, look at the points, but most of our topics that we talk about translate all year round. So if we had to move some around, it works out fine. They're not so news topical or things of that nature that we would be stuck to a timeline. Sure, sure. But if you did have a topic that was relevant, you know, if it was something about seasonal, you know, drumming up seasonal business or something, you could just, you know, repurpose that and send that out or to a particular business. Hey, check out this podcast because I know you're struggling with this topic or this issue. So you can repurpose them even though it might be a seasonal topic. Mm -hmm. And that is very useful. It's so much easier these days to listen to something. I guess that's why, you know, I know it's why podcasting has become so popular and continues to grow. Well, I I think one thing, too, just to go take a step back when we're talking about where do you start? Also, one thing that I just want to make sure if people are listening, then you have to find your streaming services. We were nervous about that part. I mean, we were stressed out about how on earth we're going to get these things to the world. So right. going through like the Google podcast and things like that. It is a bit of a mystery. I will agree with you. And then I'll it give was you extremely that. simple once you put it through the process. Yes. So it was just researching those who are getting the most attention. So as right now we're in Spotify, we're doing a Google podcast and we'll be moving into Apple as well. But like we were just kind of dipping our toe in it and it was much more simple than you would assume. So I don't want people who are first podcast starters to be nervous. I, I think that's something just to say, hey, You're going to make some errors along the way, and that's okay. But it is not as difficult as people think it would be. Sure. And even just performing Google searches, you come up with a tremendous amount of information on how-tos and tips and tricks and manuals for actually publishing is what we're talking about, actually getting your podcast on the air. And no doubt you're well on your way to building a devoted listenership, especially if you keep providing great content like you have been. But definitely, you can target your audience, too, which is just such a great aspect of this medium. Absolutely. We're very fortunate. Chambers in general, we're such a diverse group of different businesses that we can. You have a little bit of everything for everyone. Well, I'm so thrilled that you're able to come into our studios because Troy is down the street from where we're based in Birmingham, Michigan. But if you aren't able to come into the studio, we're flexible. I think we mentioned that to you, Tara. Like, if you're guests cannot make it into the studio, we're happy to have them dial in. And even hosts can conduct an interview remotely just by dialing into our studio. Yeah. And I think flexibility is key because obviously, as Sheila mentioned earlier, some people are a little nervous. Some people then say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Now I have to cancel. I'm going to be in Florida that day. Yeah, I'm planning to mow my lawn that day. (laughs) (laughs) But it's that, it's that level of saying, well, now you can do it anywhere in the country. Like you have that flexible remote option as well. And I think that's a big factor because chambers from across the country could utilize the service. And we're referring to chambers on today's show, given that's where my guests do their important work. But certainly this information and opportunity applies to Main Street organizations anywhere who do the important work of supporting their community. 
And hopefully we'll have other chambers like you join in and you can learn from some of the other chambers podcasts as well. Well, and I think you're you're pinning the fact that success is listening and learning from each other. And I think knowing other chambers, like how, how simple you guys made it for us, it's wonderful because the more chambers that participate in something like this, we can actually learn from each other and all of us, like we said, grow together. Absolutely. It could be just, you know, you've got your marketing tools, you've got your email blasts, you've got your social media. Now you can add podcasting to a part of how you market your chamber and Main Street organizations to draw in new members and support them, promote them and add value to the memberships. So yeah, let's make podcasting an essential part of chamber marketing. So I encourage everybody to tune in to the next episode of Members on the Mic. And ladies, if listeners want to subscribe to your podcast, is that a possibility? Absolutely. And can you tell us how they would do that? Yes, they would just subscribe either on Google Podcasts or Spotify right now, and you would just click subscribe. And then new to 2022, we will be on also Apple Podcasts. And you can learn more at www.troychamber.com. Okay, that's all the information that anyone would need in order to tune in to Members on the Mic. Well, and one thing, too, just if anyone would like to be a guest on Members on the Mic, you would have to be a Troy Chamber member. So if you're not already a Troy Chamber member, like Sheila said, TroyChamber.com and go ahead and join. Well, I can't thank you ladies enough. I love chatting with you and hearing about the difference you are making for your Chamber members and your community. Well, hopefully from what you heard today on the show, you're inspired and encouraged to look into and even start a podcast of your own. I'm sure Soapbox Studios would be happy to help you, but by all means, find an option or a studio that works best for you and just go for it so we can all tune in to your show and learn together and continue on in the important work you do to support our beloved hometowns. You won't want to miss a beat. So be sure to catch every episode of the Main Street Beat by subscribing anywhere podcasts are available or get new episode alerts directly to your inbox. Just head to MainStreetNation.com to sign up. And be sure to check out all of our resources on how to drum up more business on your Main Street.